Get to Old Navy now because this week only there's a new red hot deal every single day. Plus up to 50% off store wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in store. So hurry in and get today's wow worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19. Select styles only. $10 off valid in store only. One time use. Excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry. Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Think It Ain't Illegal Yet. I'm your host, St. Clinton. On this show, we'll be playing some poetry, spoken words. And other things about political and social issues going on around the world, both past, present, and future, which will hopefully make you think. They say smiling in public is against the law, because love won't get you through life no more. Word, life. Neighbors living in spite, despite tough times. Blackness bit the roughest rhymes, cause we're in employment lines. Crimes committed, long senses are submitted. Hell is being documented. Sakes is high for single mothers, raising seeds without lovers. It's truly amazing what these statistics and lack of resources discover. Do we hate each other or do we hate ourselves? A great question to ask when neighbors are filled with gun shells. Rotten teenagers drugged up adolescents struggling in school. Takes me back to my son said, Daddy, I don't want to go to school because the teacher's a jerk. He must think I'm a fool. High food and gas prices, electric bills have skyrocketed. People live in poverty while deals are made, money's pocketed. Corporations are the same, rights as people. The state of politics is unbelievable. Campaigns are bought. The poor can't buy a politician. When will the masses win? When will there ever be restrictions? Banks are thieves and robbers wanting to remain unregulated, but America's pensions and savings have been devastated. The highest stakes exist in 2010 plus two. What are you gonna do, man? What are you gonna do? The stakes is high. You know the stakes is high. The stakes is high. You know the stakes is high. Single day for me, been waiting so patiently, gracefully. 
I see my future, but I struggle faithfully. They just say have faith and see. The love above keeps faith in me. Successful I wanna be. On the road, the paths I see splits in different ways. Every day, time just passes me. Many try to baffle me. Cut deep and try to trample me. But I rose above it all. Conquer, that's the stamp on me. Most of my life has been spent on a road. I'm Sean Petrie. I'm with the Typewriter Rodeo. In the Typewriter Rodeo, we make up poems on the spot on whatever topic people want. Fake news. Oh, I'll just throw it out there. I'm sure it'll get deleted. I mean, I made it all up. No one... Oh, it got retweeted. Well, now it's taken on a life of its own. It's amazing how fast my little lie has grown. First a fringe site, then more. It's getting spread round the clock. Holy cow, it just made the lead story on Fox. All they have to do is check one fact, maybe two, but I guess that takes too much time to do. I was just having fun, taking things in a new direction. I never dreamed I'd influence the presidential election. For the Texas Standard, I'm Sean Petrie with the Typewriter Rodeo. Outlets are reporting that escaped Mexican drug lord Joaquin El Chapo Guzman has allegedly put a hundred million dollar bounty out for the head of presidential hopeful Donald Trump. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump. yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, 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 fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why the fuck is you running for president? Huh? Why the fuck is you running for president? Huh? Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Pop open the trunk, nigga. Grab that pump, nigga. You get slumped, nigga. You want wild ass white boy talking like you drunk, nigga. Use a Bama, nigga. Use a ump, nigga. Shout, shout, shout out, Bernie Sanders. What's up, nigga? Yeah, I fucks with you. Yeah, yeah, I fucks with you. But I'm still not gonna fucking vote, nigga. Them votes don't mean shit, quote unquote, nigga. The fucking government a lie. This world we live in, this shit a lie. It's a lie. Don't you turn the blind eye. Real lie, fucking with Trump. That shit probably make us all die. Yeah. Use a clown, nigga. Fuck from round, nigga. Sit, sit down, nigga. Get hit with that round, nigga. Get your ass gunned down, nigga. Then you used to be a wrestler. What the fuck you doing now, nigga? Y'all try to make El Chapo seem like he bad, nigga. The government killing niggas too. This shit sad, nigga. What worse is he than you? Fuck a badge, nigga. Fuck a cop, nigga. I'm your op, nigga. You probably laugh when a black body drop, nigga. Donald Trump don't get no fuck about the black people. Just stop, nigga. Why you looking out for people that's already good? What you gonna do with people in the hood? Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 man, real life, fuck Donald Trump, man. Take your bitch ass back to WWE or some shit. Free El Chapo, man. I'll take that motherfucking hundred million dollars, nigga, and knock your bitch ass off, bitch. Tina sported a spiked haircut and had a dusty backpack. I could sense she was on the road for weeks. 
With barely any money to her name, she was as happy as they came. She had experiences and stories like you couldn't imagine. She spoke in sound detail, remembered faces and fascinating touches. Frail, she lived on fruits and berries and day-old bread from bakeries that donated what they didn't use. She even smelled of travel outside, the inside of trains, car oil, insects she played with from time to time. We met in downtown Phoenix. I was there for a conference. She passing through high off every human experience. Every human experience. Heading off to a workshop, I smiled and gave her positive words. She nodded, smiled brightly, then skipped off like a ten-year-old. I sent her the sun as an afterthought. Maybe in Phoenix's desert, that night it was going to be cold. criticism before that President Obama won't use the phrase radical Islamic terrorism. It appears that the shooter uh, was inspired by uh, various extremist uh, information uh, that was disseminated uh, over the internet. He hasn't used the phrase before and as Olivier Knox at Yahoo News points out Mr. Obama almost certainly won't in the future. Olivier set it up. Well, you know, Gordon, this has come up uh, basically since 9-11. This is a long-running debate about presidential rhetoric about American enemies and the war on terrorism. They boil it down to two factors. One is that American presidents are very hesitant to suggest in any way that Islam is a motivating force for this kind of violence. Uh, you know, President Bush was extremely careful to disassociate Islam from the 9-11 attacks, for example. He went to the Islamic Center of Washington, D.C., six days after those attacks to say, Islam is peace. These people have tried to hijack uh, a great religion. The same applies to Barack Obama. What they're trying to do is not needlessly alienate America's Muslim partners and allies in the global war on terrorism, but also they really, really, really don't want to legitimize the, the actions of these kinds of extremists by letting them cloak their violence in religion. But don't our Muslim allies dislike what these guys do in terms of, uh, as President Bush said, hijacking the religion? They absolutely do. The challenge is uh, that sometimes things get lost in translation. Sometimes when a uh, when a when an American politician says radical Islam, uh, some folks in, in some of the more uh, uh, orthodox forms of 
uh, of Islam get offended. In 2006, when George W. Bush started talking about radical Islam um, as, a, as a force behind these kinds of attacks, the Saudi government came out and said, hey, 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 hold on. This is terrorism. It is not Islam. You have to separate the two. But these terrorists at times, right, say they're inspired or directed by ISIS, so they cry out, Allahu Akbar? Absolutely. Absolutely right. There, there is, but there's a difference between letting people claim that they are acting on behalf of a religion and endorsing that claim. And that's the big concern for, for now two American presidents. Um, just because someone says they're acting on behalf of, of God does not mean they are. And presidents have just tried not to legitimize this kind of rhetoric. Interesting. We're speaking with Olivier Knox, chief Washington correspondent at Yahoo News. His piece is called Here's Why Obama Does Not Refer to Radical Islamic Terrorism. All right, so I thought I understood somebody say, too, that by President Obama not calling it this, uh, he's failing to identify the enemy, and that makes it more difficult to defeat. That is a recurring criticism of President Obama's rhetoric on this issue. Uh, Ted Cruz has said, has said stuff along those lines, but uh, Democratic House member Tulsi Gabbard has as well. There is a strain uh, of this argument that is, look, by not labeling it radical Islamic terrorism, you are failing to diagnose the problem, which means that you will fail to find the cure to the problem. Uh, that's that's also been running since essentially 9-11. Um, the, the, the debate uh, ends up being about policies that might target American Muslims, for example. So um, one of the things that motivated both President Bush and now motivates Barack Obama is that there have been occasionally some reprisals, some retaliation, some uh, attacks on American Muslims. And they worry that calls, uh, for example, from Donald Trump to ban Muslim immigration to the United States or to uh, surveil uh, all, of, all of the mosques in America, things like that. They worry about those things, uh, targeting individual populations in the United States, the Muslim population specifically in the United States. Olivier Knox, Washington correspondent at Yahoo News. America's First News is online all the time. Follow us on Twitter at This Morning Show. Like us on Facebook or send us an email. This Morning at CompassMediaNetworks.com. Bernie Sanders, who the hell is he? A friend of you and me, a man of integrity. Bernie Sanders, who the hell is he? A 21st century revolutionary. Stand with Bernie 2016 It's time we stop the Wall Street machine Bernie Sanders, who the hell is he? Listen to him speak, maybe then you'll see we're red, white, and blue, not red, white, and green. Stand with Bernie, 2016.
poor people in the hands of the Nazis, in the hands of terrorists. And I believe that this is not something that our present political structures are going to be able to accommodate without phenomenal change. Smiling in public is against the law Cause love won't get you through life no more Word life, neighbors living in spite Despite tough times, black men spit the roughest rhymes Cause we're in employment lines Crimes committed, long senses are submitted Hell is being documented Sex is high for single mothers Raising seeds without lovers It's truly amazing what these statistics and lack of resources discover Do we hate each other or do we hate ourselves? A great question to ask when neighbors are filled with Gun shells, rotten teenagers, drugged up adolescents, struggling in school. Takes me back to my son said, Daddy, I don't want to go to school because the teacher's a jerk. He must think I'm a fool. High food and gas prices, electric bills have skyrocketed. People live in poverty while deals are made, money's pocketed. Corporations have the same rights as people. The state of politics is unbelievable. Campaigns are bought. The poor can't buy a politician. When will the masses win? When will there ever be restrictions? Banks are thieves and robbers wanting to remain unregulated, but America's pensions and savings have been devastated. The highest stakes exist in 2010 plus two. What are you gonna do, man? What are you gonna do? The stakes is high. You know the stakes is high. The stakes is high. You know the stakes is high. The terrorist is the terrorist is the danger is Danger is now over. The danger is now over. 
over. The terrorist is dead. Danger is now over. The terrorist is the danger is now over. The terrorist The terrorist is dead. 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 So indignant with no right to be bloodlust We care less for our fellow man The rats do Just to get on top of the pile Your man I ask you In the back too While you're sleeping You ask yourself why me But never stop to think that you deserve it Until you learn that You've been asking for it all along Disease wolves Looking for a baby sheep to fall upon Call upon God in your final hour When your power's dwindling Watch the devil bust you up for kindling Swindling kids out of their souls They must control The media, the money And the motherfucking voters poll So take a stroll on the corpses of the slaves and piss on the graves of the poor and watch your profits soar we always want more never satisfied give me some more kill the poor is our battle cry the usa is a terrorist nation never will we live down the karma that we're facing you're part of it too when you remain complacent time to face it we're living in a terrorist nation the usa is a terrorist nation never will we live down the karma that we're facing you're part of it too when you remain complacent time to face it we're living in a terrorist nation You're tuned to the National News Show of Texas. It's Texas Standard Time. It started with a tweet November 9th, the day after the election of Donald Trump, a picture of a few charter buses in downtown Austin along with a message quoting here, anti-Trump protesters in Austin today are not as organic as they seem. Here are the buses they came in. Hashtag fake protests, Trump 2016, Austin in tweet. Despite the Twitter user only having about 40 followers, it was just a matter of hours before the story went viral. Picked up on a popular Reddit feed, then a conservative web forum, the Free Republic, then the president-elect himself tweeting about the professional protesters. Just one problem. The tweet wasn't based in fact. The buses were in town chartering folks for a software conference, but at that point it just didn't matter much. The story had taken on a life of its own. Which leaves us where, discerning fact from fiction in an age where a web post can go viral in hours without much thought or care given to its validity? 
talk about this, Tony Peterson, professor and chair of the journalism department at Southern Methodist University, SMU. Professor, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, David. Great to be with you. Uh, is there a pattern about which pieces of fake news get traction and which ones don't? It seems uh, there's a certain appeal to uh, the partisan blogosphere, uh, at least to me. Oh, I think that's correct. And there are a lot of people out there searching for pretty much any uh, bit of information that seems to serve a political point of view, and that gets blown up and uh, magnified in the digital realm. And of course, that's the nature of viral news and viral communication that we have with social networks. How much of the spread of fake news should be attributed to individuals sharing it, you know, versus the sites, other sites picking it up and, and you know, sort of making that leap into the mainstream media? Well, it, generally speaking, it starts with uh, one person uh, and sharing it among friends and contacts, and then it gets picked up. And uh, organizations are looking for this sort of uh, tidbit of information all the time. And then once it gets into an organization with thousands of followers, it goes viral. And, uh, and the, the growth of it and the element of communication that occurs in just a few minutes uh, is really quite explosive. But, but I can't understand how it makes that leap from uh, rumor to something that would be taken seriously by a, a mainstream news organization. Uh, for example, I mean, you, you have the idea that, at least in, in mainstream journalism, that you get two sources to verify any uh, any story has has that gone out the window now or you know just looking at what happened in Austin the day after the election where where did where did things go so wrong well it, it there's a point at which rumor becomes news in and of itself and uh, the vetting process has completely fallen by the wayside in a lot of news organizations. And when the rumor itself uh, is news, regardless of whether that rumor has any basis in fact, then the spread of that rumor becomes uh, simply a part of the news cycle. Uh, what, what I find rather fascinating is that this wasn't, as you say, uh, a news story until the, the rumor sort of took on a life of its own when Donald Trump tweeted something about uh, fake protesters, which seem to amplify the impact of this tweet. If you were a news organization that chose not to go with that story, then right-wing media uh, would say, well, the, the, the uh, mainstream media's got something to hide, right? Oh, sure. And it cuts both ways. Uh, we've reached this uh, partisan uh, position and the left has a particular agenda, the right has a particular agenda, and any mainstream news media organization is going to be accused of ignoring whichever viewpoint you happen to have. And I think that's just kind of where we are. And uh, I wish I could say that I see some end to it, but I really don't. Is there a fix? I mean, I know there's no silver bullet, but is there a way in which uh, consumers of journalism can somehow know what to trust, who to trust, in an era when we're bombarded with information that, uh, you know, from, from uh, sources which uh, may or may not be named if they exist at all? Well, I would think the only fix is really a certain amount of media literacy that just doesn't exist in the general public right now. And that's taking with a grain of salt just about anything you read on Facebook or Twitter or any of the other social networks. I realize this is a little bit of an old-fashioned viewpoint, but go back to the mainstream news organizations that have credibility and that have a history of vetting news and have a history of telling and communicating news that has a real basis in fact and not just a rumor. Tony Peterson is professor and chair of the journalism department at SMU. Uh, professor Peterson, thanks for taking the time to speak with us on The Standard. Thank you, David. Great to visit with you. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sam Clinton. I just wanted to drop in real quick and say thank you for listening to this show. Whether you listen through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Plus, Player FM, or any other way, I just want to say thank you. 
Yeah. Drew Margolin, a communications professor at Cornell University, is just one of the many experts looking into how fake news is spread and gains traction with consumers. The problem has frustrated social media giants like Facebook and has divided opinion on whether companies are responsible for policing their feeds. Margolin says fake news isn't a new thing, but it's really come into the spotlight because of this year's election. We've also known for a long time in social science theory that people have kind of a taste for fake information if it fits with what they already believe, or they might want others to believe it because they are promoting a certain candidate or party. While there are some things tech companies can do to flag and mark false news, Margolin says it's also on us as consumers to add a check on spreading it. Within like-minded communities where everyone's interested in sharing fake news, that's not going to make a difference. But if you've got one friend who tends to do this a lot and the other friends can see, hey, this has been marked, there might be some social pressure to discourage that. Review sites, Yelp, TripAdvisor, they have reputational mechanisms in place to try to discourage fake information. Margolin says it would also help if Facebook and other businesses dedicated most of their time to making sure trending items are accurate before sharing Dear them. Dear Native youth, in the first world there was sleep and darkness and dreaming. Female and male clouds hovered over your breath, your beating heart, a strange blood machine for good. You slowly stretched your dream over the dark, carefully tucking the corners east, south, west, north. Radiant and full of love, you greeted your spirit, calling it by its first ancestral sound. Together, you and your spirit ventured into something like a day, luminous and blue, but entirely your own. You gathered your songs from your mother and father, your grandparents and even older ancestors. You sang sweet blood harmonies until the world took shape, a holy mountain there, a sacred canyon here, a scattering of rivers flowing to the sea. You unstitched sand to reveal plants, birds, and gravity. But there was something else, monsters muttering at the edges, calling your spirit away from you. They still call loneliness, drunkenness, blue-black violence. But that spirit belongs to you. Never send it away in times of fear or hurt. Remember how you created this world your medicine bundle of dreams. The fight was hard. You ventured so far away from your mountains. Your rivers are home, waiting for your cloud breath to release the ghosts. You slay giants in cities, shiny scaly things full of empty. You call out in your dream time for those first songs tucked behind your lungs. You are so brave. You carry so much weight. You see so many new things we have not. Keep reaching in your dream time. Together, we spin something glittering and magical and beautiful. We will call it love, the name of your spirit. Remember, you must keep walking. Keep coming back home. Your language loves you. Your ceremonies are waiting. Your ancestors are waiting for their names to be said. They are waiting for you to see the medicine you have carried on your own. There is so much beauty in this world, so much love and goodness for you to feel and see and give. In beauty it becomes, in beauty you became, in beauty we will make it. We will always wait for you. Love your people.
Rahman Rahim, news and comment, racism and bigotry appear when their level of thought is low. News. Republican State Representative John Bennett's office distributed the questionnaire on Thursday as the Oklahoma chapter of the Council on American-Islamic Relations organized its annual Muslim Day at the Capitol. The lawmaker's office gave the list of questions to three Islamic school students who came to his office and asked to speak with him. Quote, the Prophet Muhammad was a killer of pagans, Christians and Jews that did not agree with him. End quote. Read one of the 18 questions on the form. Quote, do you agree with his example? End quote. The questions asked Muslims whether they would denounce terror groups such as Hamas and Hezbollah and whether they believed former Muslims should be punished for leaving Islam. One question asked Muslims if they agreed that Islamic law, known as Sharia, should rule over non-Muslims. The questionnaire drew a swift rebuke from civil rights groups and Oklahoma's CARE chapter, which represents about 40,000 Oklahoma residents who are Muslims. Nobody should be vetted with stupid, Islamophobic, hateful, bigoted questions before they can meet with their representative, said Adam Soltani, the executive director of CARE, Oklahoma. Bennett did not return a message seeking comment on the questionnaire on Saturday. The lawmaker has previously referred to Islam as, quote, a cancer in our nation that needs to be cut out, end quote. At an interim study, Bennett convened in October to study the religion. He suggested that care and a local imam were terrorists. Recently, Bennett came under fire when he posted a news story on Facebook critical of Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton and added two words, firing squad. It's frustrating that Representative Bennett keeps pressing the issue in the way he does, said Anna Fashi, the government affairs director for CARE Oklahoma. It certainly is frustrating, but it's not surprising. Associated Press, source independent.co.uk, comment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns us in Surah Ali Imran. <laughs> O you who believe, take not into your intimacy those outside your ranks. They will not fail to corrupt you. They only desire your ruin. Rank hatred has already appeared from their mouths. What their hearts conceal is far worse. We have made plain to you the signs if you have wisdom. Racism and bigotry appear when the level of thought is low. These are the basis manifestation of man's survival instincts and animals too displace this unthinking pack response. This alt-facts, alt-reality post-truth president has legitimized the very worst of values and racists like Bennett suddenly feel their views are acceptable in the thinking world. The Nazis vilified the Jews, labelled, registered and declared them the enemy of the state. The so-called neocons had their Pearl Harbor moment, making Muslims the enemy in their war against Islam. Trump and his acolytes like Bennett are merely reapplying the techniques of Joseph Goebbels, Ministry of Public Engagement and Propaganda, replacing Muslims for the Jews. Everyone has a right to be Muslim, even an American if he so chooses, and no amount of hatred or intimidation can stop that. Islam has come as a rahmah to all mankind. Islam is the enlightened way from the Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala, which protects the blood, honour and sanctity of all within it, regardless of race or creed, without the need to stoke up hatred and fear of the other. Islam unites, it bonds black, Bilal radiallahu anhu with the Arab Umar bin al-Khattab radiallahu anhu with the Persian Salman radiallahu anhu and the Muhajirin from Makkah with the Ansar of Medina cutting through family, social class and tribal bonds. The Islamic Ummah is not built on bonds of benefit or accidents of birth or geography. It is a bond built on the intellectual creed of Islam that there is no God but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was his messenger. Written for the Central Media Office of Hizbut Tahrir by Muhammad Hamza.
Number one. I will not be attending the White House Correspondents Association dinner this year. Please wish everyone well and have a great evening. Number two. Maybe the millions of people who voted to make America great again should have their own rally. It would be the biggest of them all. Number three. Fake news media knowingly doesn't tell the truth. A great danger to our country. The failing New York Times has become a joke. Likewise, CNN. Sad. Number four. Going to CPAC. Number five. The so-called angry crowds in home districts of some Republicans are actually, in numerous cases, planned out by liberal activists. Sad. Number six. Give the public a break. The fake news media is trying to say that large-scale immigration in Sweden is working out just beautifully. Not. Number seven. Don't believe the mainstream fake news media. The White House is running very well. I inherited a mess, and I'm in the process of fixing it. Number eight. Thank you for all of the nice statements on the press conference yesterday. Rush Limbaugh said one of greatest ever. Fake media not happy. Number nine. The Democrats had to come up with a story as to why they lost the election, and so badly, 306. So they made up a story. Russia. Fake news. Number ten. Fake news media, which makes up stories and sources, is far more effective than the discredited Democrats. But they are fading fast. Number 11. Happy President's Day. Make America great again. So many times we've weighed our potential against the visible. Trying to hold on to conversations which should be more spiritual. Just you, me, and the word. Put me in the world like it's Bible. We form chance of stimulations. We form wavelengths of vibrations. My equal should be your equal. Sexual sentences creating sequels. See, I'd much rather be the spoken to your visual. I need our sentences to form excitement from the fundamentals that we base on the judgments of going off on a limb without actually touching limb to limb. I wish to swim inside of your vocal hymns to learn your song, the notes that form who you are. And even from afar, I still feel you. All I needed was your word, those actions, those verbs. Every line touches me in my sacred place, my moaning's place, my wanting place. Down south has never been so deep until you put some soul to it, add your soul through it. I don't need your palms to hold my arms or to stand beside you in this place. This moment is our rapture. I'm just trying to capture your vibe so I continuously feel you without feeling you is all I need to feel you. When I throw my hands up, it's not that I don't notice, but that wish, that gift to speak to you mentally. Follow my mind as I sign to you in time. When we speak, it's like the candle meeting, the flame to ignite the heat between the meaning. And how the flames dance off the walls that claims innocence to our dealings The sexual healing of your orgasmic, organic and mindful motion of your tongue Spoke to me like literacy that only we can understand In hopes to continue to mesmerize you with my insight They have conversations not to even mention For it's understood like time captures seconds I carry that your essence in the top of the hour. Time is ours. This time is ours. And would you still talk to me beyond the rhythm that is too high to hear me? Write your lyrics upon me to feed me, to nourish my surface, to hydrate my senses, create a hurricane to my brain, the molecular to my individual science, the equation is mental. Monumental passages into my passion To enter my kingdom is like a sacrificial savage Just to get to know me 
be the paragraph to my climax Dance off me like the rooftop as we collide like rain Shine like lightning when the moment strikes against us I guess you can call that being brain stroke Imagine taking a specific reaction and it's stimulating Causing multiple orgasmic spasms of the brain's infractions We can talk about that next time Let the head games begin before it starts happening It's your baritone that makes me tremble That's my symbol to know we are Motherfuckers think they gangster <laughs> I'll show you gangster Welcome to the Middle East What, what you know about that? It's time to leave a plane hijack My soldiers from East Iraq It's a whole head crack All the little kids got straps And the choppers go brat It's just last week My crew threw a bomb on the bus Osama's Obama to us They blame it on Islam It's not about Islam We kill for the motherfucking dollars We lust Oil money Heroin Ship that shit to the Americans I'm a trap star, but the U.S. label me a terrorist Can an Arab man get money anymore? Import, export, weapons galore I sell guns to the military So I get paid from both sides of the war I'm a goddamn gangster, gangster My soldiers ready to kill My side of the block, dog Make Compton look like Beverly Hills 9-11 happen every day My squad do whatever I say Got homies six years old Who know how to load and spray AK Shipping birds to London, I flip them by the hundreds. Most of my work get fronted, cause I let Al Qaeda fund it. I'm slanging white with ISIS, I got my pilot's license. I charter flights to Europe, cause the dealers love my prices. Trap. Terrorism is racist American propaganda In the United States when you flipping heavy They call you a trap star They glamorize that lifestyle But if you in the Middle East The United States wants to call you a terrorist But I guarantee all these so-called trap stars Gangsters and thugs in the United States Couldn't last one day in the Middle East What you gonna do without Jordans? What you gonna do without all your materialistic luxuries? So I tell all these trap stars and dope boys in the United States, get your weight up. We trying to get that A-Rap money. Cause at the end of the day, they hustling just like us, but smarter. Whenever I feel like I'm alone, I watch the waves crash on the shore. I remember how powerful Mother Earth is. I remember how I came from her womb and how all her strength is inside me. I pray that she may guide me back to the center. Take me to the center of the earth. Our For the source of our existence Beating the drums we were given Singing through all four rounds Hearing those sacred sounds I open up my soul I'm ready to learn All the memories come back To take us home Everything we need to know We find it in the inner tones Songs we carry from our day of birth I remember what it feels like to love unconditional I remember giving thanks and praises anywhere I go Take me to the center of the earth Our ancestral To an unknown fate Love myself in order to find grace Face my fears to shake off the weight Open up a channel for the spirits to go Roots dug deep for them to flow Heaven and hell's a state of being in the womb I get my healing, I grow in the darkest zone 
When we make it to the source, we come back a guiding force, help the souls get back on course. Healing seven generations yet to come and the pain that our ancestors endured. Take me to the center of the earth, our ancestral Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Saint Quentin, and we've come to the end of Think It Ain't Illegal Yeah. We'll be back soon with a new episode, and hopefully... This episode has made you think and want to make a difference in this world. Now I'm going to turn on for the love of poetry and spoken. Get to Old Navy now because this week only there's a new red hot deal every single day. Plus up to 50% off store wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in store. So hurry in and get today's wow worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19. Select styles only. $10 off valid in store only. One time use. Excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry. Get to Old Navy now, because this week only, there's a new red-hot deal every single day. Plus up to 50% off store-wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also, get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in-store. So hurry in and get today's wow-worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19. Select styles only. $10 off valid in-store only. One-time use. Excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry.